Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. Keep in mind, if you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free report on why multifamily investing just makes sense. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Invest Smarter Podcast. Today's Friday Look Back is my opportunity to reflect on what's happening in the world of real estate and provide you with my best insights and tips on building wealth with real estate. So today's episode is the final episode before Thanksgiving. Can you believe that? That is, that is so amazing. Thanksgiving traditionally kicks off the holidays, which is really my personal favorite time of the year. Um, and I guess really when you stop and think about it nowadays, um, the holidays really kick off right after Halloween. It's not really Thanksgiving anymore, uh, but still um, this is my favorite time of the year. Um, so uh, if I don't get a chance to wish everyone a safe, warm, happy uh, Thanksgiving uh, next week. Um, we'll we'll still have our episode on uh, Black Friday, uh, but in the meantime, enjoy the enjoy the holiday, enjoy time with your family, uh, and enjoy the holiday season. One other thing that we're looking forward to again is uh, the first week of December. We are scheduled to close on our property in San Antonio. We are over um, halfway subscribed, um, so the lender is ready, the title company is ready. And as soon as we bring on a few more investors, uh, we will be ready to close. So we're pretty excited. In fact, we're really excited about that. Um, that we will be able to uh, close this year and uh, take advantage of 100% uh, bonus depreciation for this property. So another advantage uh, that goes to our investors who get to take advantage of uh, bonus depreciation and help them uh, to keep more of what they earn from their investment. So a couple of things that I want to talk about today. So many times I come up with topics just from uh, having conversations throughout the week with different people uh, that kind of give me ideas about what to talk about. And from one of those conversations, um, you know, something that I hear a lot right now is, what are you seeing in terms of uh, the real estate market? And that is such a broad question. And for different people, it means different things. Uh, for a lot of people, uh, they're asking in terms of the residential market. So, you know, I am in San Antonio and the residential market in San Antonio from the people that I talk to, which are realtors and mortgage brokers, um, the real estate market in San Antonio is healthy. Um, yes, there are a few more properties that are on the market. And yes, it is taking them a little bit longer to uh, to sell versus uh, six, eight months ago, but the prices have not really uh, come down. So even with interest rates higher and even with uh, the potential for uh, more inflation and, and recession, uh, in San Antonio at least, the residential market is still very much healthy. Now, in terms of the multifamily market, you know, with, with interest rates higher, uh, it's not impacting buyers. Um, well, let me take that back. 
So with interest rates higher, it's impacting both buyers and sellers in different ways. So let me explain. For buyers, interest rates being higher impacts the price that you can offer for a property. So when you do an analysis on a property and you factor in what you're paying for your debt, uh, the interest cost, uh, you, you, the financial model that you use will, will produce a number and that's what you can pay. And you know, if, you're, if you're modeling correctly and, and you're using conservative uh, estimates in terms of costs and, and um, operating incomes, then you know, you'll, you'll get a number and that's, that's pretty good guidance in terms of what you can pay for a property. On the flip side, sellers are not seeing uh, the types of offers that they could have seen, you know, eight, 10 months ago, a year ago, uh, because interest, interest rates are higher. And that means that uh, buyers are uh, constrained in terms of what they can offer for a property. So for many sellers, that means that right now is, is the time that they are pulling their properties off the market. And rather than trying to sell at a price that's less than conducive you know, to their investment objectives, uh, they'd rather hold, um, you know, for another year or so. And, you know, and, and if it is a cash flowing property that's being managed efficiently, there's nothing wrong with holding that property for another year, uh, 18 months uh, until interest rates stabilize or come down and maybe they can um, put it back on the market and get a, uh, and get a much higher price uh, than right now. So, so that is how sellers are being impacted, how buyers are being impacted by the current uh, environment for, for real estate. Now for investors, you know, that is a, you know, whole different, uh, that is a whole different arena. So investors who are invested in multifamily properties, multifamily traditionally and historically has done extremely well during times of uh, recession um, and inflationary times. So investors are set to do well over the next, you know, four to five years in multifamily properties. Um, and they are invested in an asset class that will both protect, preserve, as well as build their wealth over that time period. So being invested in a stable asset during this, this type of economic cycle provides the type of protection that you cannot find in the financial markets, which are extremely volatile during inflationary times, extremely volatile during recessionary times. As you can see, just during the past 11 months alone, you know, the markets are down in excess of 20, 25%. So investing in a safe and stable multifamily asset is the way to go versus holding anything in cash where you're impacted by inflation and losing money because of inflation or investing in the financial markets where the volatility uh, may be more risk than most people are willing to take on. So that's kind of a really brief high level summary. Um, you know, I get asked a lot uh, the question about what is the current state of the real estate market? And this is a really high level explanation. One of how the residential market is in San Antonio and then uh, a broader explanation of what we're seeing in multifamily. Um, and then for investors, um, how are they being impacted? So the other thing is that I, I catch myself saying the word syndication a lot. And I realize uh, oftentimes after saying it that many of you may not even understand or know what a syndication is. So, you know, my favorite 
form of real estate investing is in multifamily syndications. And syndications, you know, the definition in its simplest form is just a pooling of investors that come together to purchase an asset, a significant asset that otherwise, you know, an individual investor would not be able to purchase. So, you know, the perfect example is, you know, a $10 million multifamily property that I would not be able to purchase on my own. I would not have the assets um, to purchase a $10 million property, but I can do a lot of the lead work. I can bring together a general partnership team that has the expertise and we can put together and structure a deal and then bring in investors and their capital to help fund the deal. Now, in return, you know, the general partners who do a lot of the legwork, do a lot of the upfront uh, work on, on a property and structuring the deal, put up a lot of the risk capital upfront, you know, in, in return for all of their efforts, you know, for the most part, they will get paid when the asset is sold at the end of the hold period, again, typically about five years. But for the investors who come into this syndication, this syndicated deal, they get all the benefits of owning real estate through equity appreciation, they get paid cash flow, and then they get the depreciation and tax benefits of owning real estate. So they really get the best of all worlds in terms of owning real estate. However, they don't take on any of the personal risk. They're not signing any mortgages. They're not taking on any kind of personal liability um, in terms of the, the property. They don't have to worry about day-to-day -day managing of the property, uh, vacancies. They don't have to worry about repairs. They don't have to worry about ongoing maintenance, any of those types of things. So, you know, a, a multifamily syndication really, in my opinion, is, is kind of the, the, the best of all worlds where you can invest in real estate. You can be an owner of real estate. You can build wealth through real estate, but you don't have the day-to-day -day headaches and you don't take on a lot of the personal risk of when you invest directly into, like, say, buying a single family home and being a landlord. So with all, with all that said, you know, most people, when they think of real estate investing, they think of, you know, buying a, a single family home and putting some money into it and turning it into, you know, some sort of a rental property and then managing that property over time. That is a fantastic way to use real estate to build wealth. Is it the best way or is it the easiest way? You know, that's debatable. It depends on the person, what their goals are, where they are in their, uh, in their life and, and, and family and what's important to them. But I will say that using multifamily syndications for a lot of people is an excellent way to get started investing in real estate. And I will tell people more often than not that using a syndication as a, as a vehicle to build wealth is probably the way for them to go more often than not, especially when you, if you were to create a list of the pros and cons of uh, single family uh, investing versus a multifamily syndication, I think for most people, that list is gonna come out with way more pros uh, than there are cons. And, and kind of a classic example of what I uh, explained to, to a lot of folks is, when you do a single family investment, you need, you need capital. You, you need money for down payment. Uh, you need money for renovation costs. You need money for holding costs. 
you need money for closing costs. So even if we're talking about a typical $100,000 house, which again, where are we gonna find a $100,000 house nowadays? Um, that's in any, in any kind of decent you know, condition. You know, a $100,000 house with down payment, closing costs and renovations. I mean, you're, you're looking easily at a $50,000 budget uh, for all the costs involved to invest in a single family, $100,000 house. And that's not even including the time that it will take you, uh, one, to find the property, get it under contract, go through the mortgage process, personally sign on that mortgage. So you're taking on all the personal liability for that asset, for that mortgage. And then manage the construction, manage the, the capital budget. And then when the property is finally ready to be uh, rented, you need to find a, a, a good solid tenant for that property. So that is a lot of work, a lot of work. Um, you're taking on quite a bit of risk on a personal level. And you have to have you know, quite a bit of expertise in managing a, a capital budget, managing contractors, um, qualifying tenants, and then performing the ongoing maintenance that's required uh, of a landlord. Now contrast that to you know, syndication where you come in as an investor, you bring your capital and you invest your capital into a multifamily deal so that you are investing in a hundred plus apartment complex you're not taking on any of the personal risk. You're not taking on any liability. You don't have to worry about any of the ongoing maintenance. And you definitely don't have to worry about any of the uh, vacancies or um, repairs that are required at the, uh, at, the, at the complex. So you really minimize your risk, but you really magnify the benefits. So you still get the cash flow. You still get equity appreciation your investment size is almost identical. You know, for most multifamily syndication deals, um, you can get started with um, anywhere from twenty-five dollars to $50,000, uh, which is the same, if not less, than what it would take you to buy a single family home and go through that whole process of, of becoming a landlord. So then what is the risk associated with a, synd a syndication? Because in any investment, there's going to be risks. And for me, you know, the biggest risk is investing um, in a syndication where you don't know the general partners. And when I, when I say you don't know them, I don't mean that you need to know them, you know, personally for, for years, they don't have to be your college buddies or your high school friends. But when you find a syndicated deal that looks attractive, you should at least at a minimum have one or two conversations with the general partner, the lead sponsor on the deal, uh, either in person or on the phone, and talk about their experience. You know, talk about the different cycles that they've invested in. How many times have they executed a similar business plan to what they're talking about doing in, in this new deal that they're putting in front of you? Ask about what their assumptions are and how they're coming up with their uh, investment numbers. So if they're telling you that they're going to do uh, 15% average annual returns, but what are the assumptions behind those returns? Um, what are the rent growth assumptions? Uh, understand the, the market, the city, the submarket, the neighborhood. Have a basic understanding of those things because that's really where the risk is in a syndication is if you don't understand, um, if you don't know the general partner and his team and their experience, and if you don't understand 
some of the basics behind the property uh, and the basics again being the market, uh, the neighborhood or submarket that that property is located in, what are the demographics you know for that city and again for that submarket? What is a business plan? And is it does it seem reasonable? So you know be very careful when you're shown you know some very glossy um, you know offering uh, investor decks uh, because they're, I've never seen a bad investor deck, right? So that they're always going to be glossy, uh, great looking pictures. Uh, they're going to highlight the returns. But like I said, focus on the team, focus on the business plan, and then understand some of the basics behind that plan. Um, and is it reasonable? So if you are in a market where, um, like I'll use San Antonio because that's my home market, you know, we've been averaging anywhere from about 12 to 15% average annual rent growth. So I would be concerned if I look at a investment uh, presentation that is showing me rent growth of, you know, 18%. Actually, you know, I'll take that back. I would be concerned if I saw rent growth in excess of, you know, even six or 7%, because just because the market has supported rent growth of 12 to 15% over the past several years does not mean that that's going to continue into the future. So in my personal analysis, I would be very much more conservative uh, in estimating the rent growth going forward. And then if you do if you do hit that number or you you hit a number that's higher than that, that's great. That means you're going to outperform on what your um, on what your analysis showed. But as an investor, if you're looking at something, understand what the underlying numbers are, have a basic understanding of what those numbers mean, and know the general partners and know their experience and know and what I mean by experience is not just how long have they been investing in real estate? But you know, how, how many, how many, how often have they executed on this type of business plan? How many times have they invested in this type of property? How knowledgeable are they in that market? Those are all the types of questions that come from having a conversation, you know, with a general partner or general partners on a syndication. So I realize that's a that's a lot of information on syndications, and that's you know, why I'm here, why I interview the guests uh, that come onto the show is to provide you with education and provide you with that knowledge so that you can make smarter investment choices with your money in order for you to build wealth and build wealth using real estate as your vehicle, which I am convinced is the best way to uh, not only build wealth, but build wealth uh, using a stable and relatively safe asset class. So again, if you want to learn more about syndications, um, there's tons of education out there. I would point you to my website, which is sastexascapital.com. There's white papers on why multifamily investing makes sense. You can sign up for our newsletter uh, with uh, monthly insights into the world of real estate investing. It will also get you on our list so that when we have investment opportunities that come available, uh, you will be the first to know and then as always, I make myself available uh, either through email or phone calls, or if you're in San Antonio, I'm happy to meet in person uh, to talk about syndications, to talk about multifamily, to talk about real estate in general. Um, and you can do all that. Go to our website, sastexascapital.com. So with all that said, again, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. 
hope you enjoy the time with your family, enjoy the, the kickoff of the holiday season. Thank you again so much for listening to this episode of the Invest Marketer Podcast. Hopefully it has inspired you or educated you in a way that you can take some action, share with a friend, leave a rating and a review. I love hearing from you all about what you know resonated with you about the, about the show. So the next time that, that we talk, it will officially be the holiday season. It'll be Black Friday. And as you think about that, go out and make some great things happen. Talk to you again next time. Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter Podcast, the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. So what'd you think? If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com and take advantage of our free report on why multifamily investing just makes sense. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.